found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. the one o'clock hour here it's the ken miller show 1700 kbgg trent condon and myself with you every monday through friday from noon until two talking sports with you coming up this hour in about oh 20 minutes or so dylan mont cedar rapids gazette will be here i beg your pardon no longer with the cedar rapids gazette ames tribune as dylan has switched affiliations and is uh uh, covering the Cyclones for the Ames Tribune. Good for him. Trent, uh, Thursday night, I know you're excited to be there. We talked a little bit about it last week, that uh, what a great week of five-day span for our state as far as showcasing uh, uh, Division One college football at Kinnick Stadium under the lights and, of course, at Jack Trice Stadium coming up this Thursday under the lights. Texas, one and two. Uh, comes to town. The Maryland game is still a big, big head scratcher. As you think back to week one, played very well. Last time we saw him on the field against USC, conversely, Iowa State. Uh, they've got their one loss in overtime against the Hawks. They last saw them just bludgeoning an Akron team. Uh, but important clearly for both schools. Texas has one win as they try to get to six and if Iowa State's going to find some bowl eligibility out there, uh, they, as we said prior to the season, you have to split the Iowa and Texas games at least as though on on paper that's what it's going to come down to as you try to get them to postseason. This will uh, be an interesting test and to see where this Texas team is. Given a lot of credit for the way they played uh, out there at USC a couple weeks ago. Defensively for sure. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. came back, and the youngster kind of grew in that fourth quarter, made a few plays after. I mean, Mm -hmm. he was pretty bad for... Ellinger, you're talking about? Two and a half, three Mm -hmm. quarters of the game. It played well in the fourth quarter, but how good is USC? Well, that's a great question. You know, I... The Western Michigan game kind of lags as we saw. Western mm-hmm. Michigan maybe isn't very good. Mm-hmm. The Cal win over the weekend, it took a lot more than maybe needed out of that Cal squad. I understand. Yeah, Cal beat. Did you see Cal's uniforms, by the way? I didn't. Oh, I loved them. Throwback. Really? Yeah, throwback. Anyways, go Let's on. Go. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of the question that lingers for here. I don't think this Texas team is that good. I think their defense is. I think their defense is pretty good. Now, the quarterback position, I don't know if it's going to be Buchel. I saw the depth chart came out today, and Herman listed it as an or. Okay. So, uh, Ellinger and Buchel. Um, Buchel did, wasn't able to play against USC, and as you mentioned, Ellinger struggled, kind of put it together late. Mm-hmm. But, look, you would expect them to have some athletes, and, and they will have some athletes. I think the Tom Herman in his press conference, the probably the one takeaway that I came uh, from watching it earlier on Cyclones.tv was – he said that I was the, the the most difficult defense that they played last, all of last year was Texas. Mm-hmm. Now they lost a couple of guys, but there's a couple of guys that are coming back on this team too. So this is a salty defense, uh, but Iowa State's got a really good offense. They do, and the offensive line, at least in pass protections, played well. You got a running back in Montgomery, mm-hmm. week and a half for him to get ready and and back to a hundred percent. I think they're going to score in this game. Yep. Do they score? You know, if you put an over-under just for them, magic number. We talked about this with Iowa last week. To win the football game? To win the football Mid-30s? You think it'll take that much? I do. I do. Wow. So you love the over. What is the What is the total? It's got got to be upper 50s, wouldn't it? Let's see. Still nothing less did yet. Okay. Uh, Everywhere, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, The line over at your company, CG Technology, is six currently. It's four. six. Texas. And it opened what? Four and a half? Four, four and a half. Yeah. Consensus was four pretty much across the board. Four and, and a half. And it's up to. Now, what's the Iowa line? 
Uh, two and a half? That's a good question. Let me scroll through here and find where that. That's at three and a half right now at CG Technology. Opened at two in a couple of places. So what Vegas is telling us, if the number is six, that, that Texas is almost, they're, they're, it, they're two scores better on a neutral field. Right. When you factor in the home field advantage that Jack Trice Stadium is, and last time I checked, it was, you know, somewhere around five, probably four and a half, five, depending on. Um, I don't know. I, I don't that think seems that, that seems heavy to me too. Yeah. I'm with you. And uh, I saw public wise, at least offshore, a lot of Iowa State money, but it's incredibly early for offshore. Sure. Uh, you're talking a lot of a lot of nickels and dimes mm-hmm. coming in here. Not a whole lot of a big bets on that one, but yeah, the uh, the initial money at least is on the Cyclones offshore. Well, you know, is is important a factor in this game is 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 I think back to Iowa State's first three uh, games of the year, they've had so and even Lazard and company and Butler. I mean, the the Butler drop is the one you remember, right? right? But he's had a really good year. But Lazard dropped a ton of passes. Iowa State has to tidy things up offensively mm-hmm. in, in, in the passing game. Running game, they're doing fine. I mean, Montgomery's been terrific. Jacob Park is is Jacob Park's having a good year, and he's uh, had a clean pocket. He's had a very clean. pocket. I think the offensive line is a lot further along in pass protection than they are in run blocking. I right think now. that's fair, which which emphasizes just how good Montgomery is. Yes, yes. With He's been able to uh, do, uh, and I, I don't think that that's an unfair statement on your part at all. But they, they can't have the drops that have plagued them, and I think the plague is a fair word to use. They're not at the point where they have to play perfectly to beat Texas. There's been years that they've had to play perfectly, and we've seen a couple of those games mm-hmm. where they've played almost perfectly to get it done. They're not there, but they have to play, say, a clean game. Mm-hmm. Is that a good way? I think that's a good way. You know, can't have eight-plus penalties, can't have two or more turnovers. Not perfect, but you got to play well. You got to play a clean game, and if they do that, I give them a big shot. I mean, Monday we don't make our picks until Friday. Well, for this one, it'll Thursday, be Thursday. Yeah. But I pick Iowa State right now. Early in the week, I'm on Iowa State side. The other one, I'm on Michigan State side. I got a bad feeling about the Hawks on that one. But yeah. again, that's just initial the reaction. The letdown factor, right? The letdown sure. factor there. I think Iowa State though wins this football game. I really do. I'm. I'm not as a big a believer in this Texas squad than many are at mm-hmm. this point. That that Maryland game seeps in there, and back to the question I asked: How good is USC? I I don't think they're as good as everybody believes they are. They're not top five good. How about no? That? I think Washington's the best team in the Pac-12. After, after what I saw on late on Saturday night, right? Yeah, late Saturday night at Colorado. Mm-hmm. Colorado game a tussle for a little while, but then Washington just pulled away in that football game. Look, Donald's a really good quarterback, as we know. Uh, as, as we know, he's he's legit, talented, talented. Yes, um, he likes to force things too. Well, he's got a bunch of picks and Cotton Moya. They need well, him help, and I'm they not need... sure he's going to play. Listening to Matt Campbell, I mean, really? again, and he's listed oh. on the depth chart. But listening to the press conference uh, from earlier, yeah, uh, he'll That's be out a... there if he can. When you hear that, that tells me that you know that there's still some uh, uh, some gray area there whether he's going to be able to answer the bell or not. That's really and the concerning. secondary for Iowa State has not been as yep. good as advertised. We thought I it was going to be a lot better. I thought than it was it has the been. strength of the defense yes. by far. Yes, and it has not been that. No, the defensive line's building some depth, which mm-hmm. is starting to take that. And Spears has been terrific. Well, yes. the, all the linebackers. Harvey was really good in week number one against you and I. Joel Lanning had his best game against Akron. Spears been all over the field in this thing. Peavy's good. Yeah. Don't, get me, don't get me wrong. Um, so maybe then, maybe this won't be a high-scoring football game that on the surface <laughs> I thought it was going to be. Now you're coming back the other uh, way. Maybe a little bit, yeah. The other way. Thursday. I'm talking myself out of points in this one. Huh. I, I'm... 
points-wise, that's where I'm struggling. Is this a game like that, you know, 31-27, or is it more eh, kind of mistakes Thursday? You see the weird things on Thursday nights, too. Yeah, but they both the buys, though. I mean, these, right. the, these two teams. It's not a short week for either. No, uh-uh, not at all. Um, both of them haven't played since, um, well, since a week ago Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the cl- clean game, I love your description. They, they, Iowa State is going to have to play a clean game in this one. Can they do it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think mm-hmm. that they can. I don't I don't see why they couldn't. Park is so talented. Yes. I mean, arm talent. You're mm-hmm. just talking about that. He can spin it. That's what the kids say these days, right? right? He, he can spin it, and he has, he has that. The protection has been good. We know the receivers are good. So what's the next factor? You know, that one thing that they have to do well, is it just what we talked about, that defensive backfield? If they come to play and they play probably their best game of the year, mm-hmm. Iowa State wins it. Would that be kind of a, a fair characterization here on a Monday? As we're only three days away. Isn't that crazy? Boy, this yeah, it's awesome. I, I love, I love <laughs> yeah. it. And I'll be at the press box watching the Bears game. They'll have that on up there. Too, I don't won't they? know. Yeah. I don't know. Should I make a call to Mike? Yeah, I'm not sure you're gonna get might the have Bears to, might and have the to Packers. Bring the, uh, iPad with me too. Be watching two games would, at once. Yeah, that would that would probably uh, yeah for your sake. You're probably waiting. Nice win for your Bears yesterday. <laughs> nice win. For Just your like Bears. we drew it up. Quarterback didn't help you, but uh, oh. nice win for your Howard's a beast. We'll save the NFL conversation for yeah. coming up uh, a little bit later on. No, I'm with you. Um, Thursday night, it's. Um, Iowa State, the key for the game for Iowa State, I think just play clean. Mm-hmm. You know, don't put the ball on the ground. Uh, catch those balls that Jacob Park's going to get to you. Lazard's got to have to be Lazard. Lazard's got to be the most dominant player on the field. Yes. And, and he can be. And, and I think he is. I, re- I really do. And Texas has some athletes, but he's such an un- unguardable at his position. And that's when I, when I look ahead to Epinesa, right? That's yeah. the same kind of thing I see out of him at his position in the next couple of years. He's going to be... Um, just a matchup that you can't that you that you, you can't counter. Right, you have those guys that are a step above. Right, and and you need one of those elite level guys to kind of be that next step. Whatever it is for for Iowa State to go from what they are to a bowl team, you need that elite level mm-hmm. guy. And Alizard can be that guy. What have you seen out of the Big Twelve, Trent? Let, let's kind of go back a little bit here. When we were trying to, you know, come to six wins, mm-hmm. and you put like here's one for you. Texas Tech. Yes. They spanked Texas Tech last year. Mm-hmm. That's one of those games that you saw on Iowa State schedule. It's on the road. It's the twenty first of October. Um what other game is that night? Oh, Penn Penn State, Michigan's that same day, twenty first of October. But that the Texas the Texas Tech Iowa State game was one of those ones that Iowa State has to win to get to six. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech's way better, yes, way better than anybody thought. They actually so show some semblance of uh, a playing defense. some defense, which and, they never do, and they can score. And, the, and here's, I mean, Oklahoma State Texas Tech this week is kind of appointment TV. Yes. I'm not sure when yeah. it comes up on the schedule, but that is a kind of like this week's Texas Tech. Uh, Oklahoma State game was last week's Michigan Purdue game, mm-hmm. right? When when the like, schedule came out, you didn't think, "Wow, this is good. this game's got some uh, meaning to it." Hey, hey, I I know where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. So I I warned throughout the summer about that Texas Tech game because it was so easy last year, and it's a road game. You figure Texas Tech's got to be better than that monstrosity they were by the end of the year last year. Now Kingsbury's coaching for his coaching career, right? But Pat Mahomes is gone. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's a system. Sure. As good as Mahomes was, you put in Shimanick. But he's the best. I mean, but he's the best one that's run that system. I mean, Pat Mahomes right. is going to be a star at the next level. But, I think. But we've all we've also seen quarterbacks that really aren't that talented in that system put up monster yards. Mm-hmm. That wasn't okay. the concern. But the defense took a step forward. You know, I thought TCU was a team that was going to be better this year. But I always had a feeling about that game. TCU is a lot better. Oh, there's no doubt. And, and they're keeping it out of the hands of Hill. So yeah. Let's not let Kenny Hill beat us. Right. Let's let TCU. the defense win his football yes. games. Yeah. And they're doing that. Yep. West Virginia maybe not quite as good as I'm some people thought. I'm with you there. They're I'm not a top you. 25 team. Nope. Nope. I agree. They're a top 35 mm-hmm. team. It's a road game, but a, a road game I think they could win. Right. Oklahoma State's at home, mm. and you're going to have to score. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to score a lot. Right. But they almost did it two years in a row, right? Mm-hmm. Against that team. Mm-hmm. And maybe just matchup-wise is something... That works there. Now, where where did the Baylor where did the Baylor game this week come from? They pushed Oklahoma into the. Fourth You're gonna have quarter. to help me with that. I one. didn't see a ton of it. I, I I didn't see a ton. I just was following the score. There were right. too many other good games on there, and I'm, they keep showing Baylor come back time after time after time. I'm thinking, mm. where the hell did this come from? That's concerning. Now, right? Well, or was Oklahoma just you know what were they looking ahead though? Although I don't what they looked ahead to. They're off this week. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're looking ahead to. <laughs> Maybe. But that that was a big of a... So this conference, I guess, is where we're going. Even Kansas. I mean, Kansas is getting bludgeoned, and, and all of a sudden they're back in this football game, at least at one point. So, uh, And that running back ran for almost 300 yards in the football game for Kansas. Where did that come from? Well, BD maybe he does have things Well, point being is if, if you're one of those teams, if you're a... Uh, uh, Texas Tech. If you're a Texas, a West Virginia. If you're going to, if you're, you think you're going to struggle to get the six, and before the season you thought you had a pretty good grasp. This Big Twelve is going to give you fits because TCU legitimately on defense, they uh-huh. are the real deal. What happened to Oklahoma State was just that just TCU's defense. You, you got to win them, Trent. You, you, this this Thursday night for Iowa State is Huge. almost you have to win the football game. Yeah, and to answer your question, you know, kind of big picture about the Big 12, I don't know. That's where I'm at right now. I don't know if Texas Tech is very good. I don't know how good TCU really is. That's where I'm at. Oklahoma's good. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm sitting right now. So just an off day with Baylor on Saturday, right? I I think that's what it was. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, they played Tulane last week, so it wasn't a letdown. Mm -hmm. They have a bye, like you said. Then it's Iowa State after that on top of it. So there's no look-ahead factor. It was just, eh, go through the motions. It's Baylor. You look at them. They haven't won a game. And those kind of things happen. But as a whole, the Big 12, I don't know. You know, if I I went back and kind of redid my 1 through 10, I don't know how much different it is, but it's hard to get a read on these teams. Well, the 10 stays the same and 1 stays the same as everything else in the middle, right? Right, It's 2 through 9. We'll take a timeout. We'll head back to Ames from the Ames Tribune. Dylan Montz will join us as we take another look at Texas and Iowa State Thursday night. Jack Trice Stadium, 7 o'clock ESPN has it. We will be back here on the Ken Miller Show at 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? 
Craft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Sean Murphy. ABC Tonight. He's an extraordinary young man. He has genius level skills. Meet the doctor whose greatest challenge. Yes, he has autism. Is his greatest strength. He sees things in ways that we can't even begin to understand. From the creator of House. He's breathing. He saved his life. The Good Doctor premieres after Dancing with the Stars. Don't miss it tonight at 9, followed by Local 5 News at 10. Then tomorrow, wake up with Good Morning Iowa's Elias Johnson and Sabrina Ahmed. Every morning on Local 5, Sabrina and I share the stories that are important to Iowans. And being from Iowa, Elias and I know what impacts you. We went to school here. Our families are growing up here. And we're proud to call Iowa home. We invite you to wake up to Local 5's Good Morning Iowa. Weekdays at 5, because we are Iowa. The Home Depot is pouring more into paint and putting more money into the pockets of pros with top quality paints without the paint store price. Like Glidden Paints, Glidden lasts longer, covers better, and costs less at the Home Depot. Nobody beats our prices, guaranteed. So save time and money with Glidden. Paints that get the job done. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free no obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Every 90 minutes, someone is diagnosed with ALS, and every 90 minutes, someone passes away from the disease. Help provide support to these families and the ALS Association Iowa chapter by participating in this year's Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS. The walk takes place on Saturday, October 7th at Principal Park. Registration begins at 8.30 a.m. with the walk beginning at 10. Registration is free at this great family-friendly event. Join the fight against ALS by walking with the ALS Association Iowa chapter on October 7th. Learn more at walktodefeatals.org.
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter supply. See you soon. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself with you every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Let's get to Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune. He was uh, up in Ames for Matt Campbell's press conference today and met with a couple of the players afterwards, and he joined us as we get uh, closer and closer to Thursday night. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Dylan, how are you? Doing well, guys. How about yourselves? Doing fine. Uh, first of all, injury update, uh, Dylan. What did you learn today? Kamari Cotton-Moy, I guess, probably uh, first and foremost amongst the walking wounded for Iowa State. Listening to the press conference, kind of trying to listen between the lines, I don't think it's a given that Cotton-Moy is going to play on Thursday night. Did uh, Did you take it the same way that I did? Yeah, I, I think that's fair to say it. Matt Campbell kind of played it a little bit close to the vest, although he did say Kamari Cottonmoy has been in practice, but a little bit limited in what he's been able to do. I think it's just to kind of get his legs back under him and get him back into the groove of things. Uh, whether he will play or not, I, I think, like, like you said, it's kind of up in the air. Um, still kind of something that Matt Campbell said they'll make a decision either tonight uh, or tomorrow at the latest, just kind of what his plan is going to be. Obviously, um, with Texas coming to town and Big 12 starting, you want to get him as healthy as possible so he doesn't miss extended time and then uh, kind of the same thing for DeAndre Payne he had practiced a little bit last week kind of getting back from his hamstring injury um, and and he's kind of getting back into the groove of things too although Matt Campbell kind of left his status up in the air as well but did say it's important for them to have kind of a big rotation in the secondary Um, you saw kind of at the acting game some young guys got in the game DeMonte Ruth uh, came in and played snaps um, extended snaps for for the first time in a while um, and then you got Keontae Jones and Richard Bones the third in there as true freshmen. So they're getting that group a little bit bigger. And even if Payne is back, I think they'll kind of have that that big that bigger rotation to deal with uh, the rest of the season. Depth chart wise, uh, depth chart comes out today for the first time since the Akron game. Anything jump off the page to you, Dylan? Yeah, there wasn't really a ton of changes from what you'd seen uh, at the Iowa or Akron game. Uh, probably one of the ones that you could talk about is the or between uh, Bryce Meeker and Sean Foster, right guard, or excuse me, right, right tackle. tackle. I know mm-hmm. Matt Campbell had said um, that's something, that position they're still trying to figure out, and it's just kind of a thing where, um, you know, they, they want to get some continuity. They want to test guys out, and they want somebody to just go take that position. So those guys are battling that out right now. Uh, Camilo Tangamo, I know, has been on the depth chart, but it sounds like he's continuing to get better. His conditioning, his conditioning is good. Um, and he's in line to play more snaps, too, uh, at nose guard and, and, and defensive tackle. So I think 
those are probably the two things that, that stand out to me um, more so than any others. But like I said, there wasn't a ton of changes from what had been in the past. Uh, Dylan Montz with the Ames Tribune joining uh, Trent Conn and myself here on the Ken Miller Show. You know, when you when you take a look at this matchup, uh, Dylan, it's uh, it's a high-powered Iowa State offense that we know with the running game, with the, with the, uh, with the core of receivers that they have. Jacob Park has had a nice uh, junior year, at least the start of it so far. Uh, Matt Campbell today at this press conference reminded everybody that, you know, this Texas defense that they're going to play on Thursday night, he thought far and away the best defense that they faced last year. It seems like they haven't taken much of a step back off last year's team. This is going to be an offense against a pretty good defense as kind of how you see this game because Texas does have some defensive talent uh, that they're going to have on display on Thursday night. Yeah, they really do, and that's kind of been evidenced also by their non-offensive touchdowns that they've had through the first few weeks. They've been really stout. And that's kind of what gave Iowa State trouble last year in that game. Texas really controlled the lines really well on both sides and just kind of um, didn't allow Iowa State to get anything going. So obviously, um, you know, it's bad in any football game, but uh, being able to run is, is ultra important, but even more so in this game. you got to find a way to get David Montgomery going a little bit because then that's going to open up what you can do with those receivers and Jacob Park. And uh, this is going to be a tough test of the offensive line. I think they've handled themselves well for the most part. Um, in, in pass blocking, certainly they've protected Park really well, but this is going to be a really big test and something that's been a, it's certainly different than Akron. Um, you know, and it's just going to be, um, you know, we're going to find out kind of what this line's made of and kind of what that group can be um, based on this game because they're going to have a tall, tall order in front of them. So with the mini bye week, if you will, here, well, a bye week and then a Thursday game after it, uh, what have been some of the things that they've done inside the locker rooms? Not so much scouting towards Texas, but self-scouting that they've done this week. Yeah, I think the big thing that they wanted to do was kind of pick apart the good, the bad, and everything in between from what they did the first three weeks. And uh, the offense, it sounds like, you know, just remain focused on execution and um, the drops have been a big thing that yeah. they, they've put emphasis on. So it's continuing to kind of, um, you know, just get better in those areas, eliminate those as much as possible. And then for the defense, they really, uh, several guys mentioned this today, but have kind of um, taken on the mantle of improving the third down conversions that, that they've allowed in, in the Akron game. It was um, evident at times, um, you know, these really long completions for third down conversions and uh, kind of allowed Akron to, to keep going down the field. So those are things that they, they've had to clean up. But those are, um, those are probably the two biggest things that they identified on both sides. And, um, you know, Matt Campbell said he was pleased with how the week went and that some of the players thought um, it was kind of a nice break in the schedule to kind of really get back and focused on, on cleaning up some of those things. So it's going to be interesting to see if that actually does happen. Dylan, uh, Trent and I were just, uh, our, our previous segment prior to you coming on, we were talking about the conference overall and, and what a head-scratcher it really is from, you know, just thinking you have a pretty good grasp that it looks like it's Oklahoma and it's Oklahoma State, and then, you know, you got to go all the way down to the bottom in Kansas, but everything else in between there, you kind of is jumbled around, and, and it still is, but, but TCU opened some eyes this past week, and Texas Tech has been a revelation at least so far in the season. Uh, Baylor pushing Oklahoma as they did this past week. West Virginia and Kansas uh, in a tussle this past week. This conference, trying to get a grasp on it, it's easier said than done, Dylan. Yeah, it really is. It, like you said, it was kind of at the beginning of the season, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and everybody else, but I've been really impressed with TCU. That's the team that's, that's stood out to me the most. Just what, what they did to Arkansas and then what they did to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was just 
uh, ripping through people, but yep. they really held them in check and were able to kind of take that take that um, game and run with it. But um, you know, Oklahoma's game with Baylor, I thought was really interesting. Just uh, you know, this is looking like it's going to be a lost season for Baylor, um, but the way they were able to kind of hang with Oklahoma and really make it. Um, you know, I think it was a one-score game even by the final. So it's it's really kind of been interesting to see how these, these Big 12 teams have fared. And that's kind of what's bitten them at times in the past is everybody kind of beats up on each other a little bit. So it's going to be interesting um, if if any one of these two or three can kind of separate themselves as league play goes on be, because right now it does kind of feel like everything's wide open. Who do you think Iowa State's preparing to to uh, to see a quarterback on Thursday for Texas? Will it be Buchel? Ellinger, the, uh, the the freshman, came in, and he was better late in the game than he was early in the game. Buchel's been banged up. I know that he's been taking a bunch. It uh, seems like uh, during the bye, the word was that he was taking starter snaps. But the depth chart for Texas came out today and had an or between the two quarterbacks. Who do you think the Cyclones are preparing to see? Yeah, I think that's really kind of the big question. It's hard to say who they're going to see. I mean, I think that... They're, they're trying to prepare for them both as possible as, as much as possible. Um, uh, the thing is, they've seen Michelle in person, so they kind of know that from the mm-hmm. first-hand scouting report. Um, you know, they've had a couple games now on Ellen, Ellinger and just to kind of see what he can do. But, um, you know, with those young guys, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm not really sure um, if they're tipping their hand one way or the other on who they're preparing for more, but they kind of have uh, – different senses or different perspectives on both guys. One, like I said, one thing in person and one just seeing on film. Well, uh, a big talking point over in Ames today was uh, about players deciding what they're going to do for the national anthem. We'll keep it open-ended uh, just to take away from you from today, Dylan. Yeah, obviously it's been a thing that people are really passionate about and the players not excluded. Um, Alan Lazard had, had a tweet uh, over the, over the weekend kind of talking about some of his, disappointment and what's going on at large. And then Hakeem Butler, I know, um, tweeted that he's uh, proud to play in a stadium named after an African-American and, and, you know, how much pride he takes in that. So guys are really passionate about it. Um, you know, and I think that's kind of the thing Mike Campbell said. Um, he, he encourages his players to take a stance, but anything they do, he wants it to be in a unifying effort. And that's, I think, um, that's trickled down to the players, too. They all get that sense, too. And um, any any anything like that they're all going to try to do as a team and you know not to have divisiveness within the team they want to try to um use any stance or any conversation to really make them better and in, in, in certain ways uh back to x's and o's uh, dylan uh texas should be a team at least i would think that would have more success running the football you would think that that would be uh you know that they would have a really good offensive line in front of them and they should be and I think that they probably are a defense a, a decent offensive line but I would expect more from the Texas ground game than we've seen so far maybe it's a product of the schools they faced I mean I don't remember Maryland being stout on the defensive side of the ball against the run same with USC but maybe that maybe they were so more so uh why have they struggled to run the football do you think because so far uh they clearly are yeah I'm not really sure what what the holdup would be um I think it's just kind of a thing where uh they're still trying to figure out what they are I think it's players um, trying to figure out the coaches and coaches trying to figure out the best way to use the players. And, um, you know, really just, like I said, it's, it's been a thing where Matt Campbell even compared Texas to what Iowa State was last year in terms of the newness of everything and really trying to figure mm-hmm. out what your personnel is and what you can do um, on offense and defense. I think that's kind of what the product has been 
certainly as the season goes along, they'll figure out different niches of what works and doesn't work. I think they will try to run the ball against Iowa State. Um, but again, it's it's kind of whenever a new coach comes in, it's a season-long process, it seems like, to really kind of get everything fine-tuned and so you really are familiar with everything you have at your disposal. We will talk to you on Thursday as we'll take a last look at the uh, game with you Thursday at some point, Dylan. Appreciate you coming on Ames Tribune. How's the new gig going for you, by the way? Going really well. Uh, yeah, it's been kind of a, a whirlwind last week, just trying to get everything down and, and learn what, what the expectations are. But it, it's going really well, and I'm really enjoying it there. Are you and Hines got a podcast put together yet? Yeah, we do. We recorded one last Tuesday, I'm sure. Um, we'll record one tomorrow, too, and have that be pretty regular. But uh, it's all going really well. Great stuff. Uh, thank you, Dylan. We'll check with you on Thursday, okay? All right. Sounds good, guys. Thank yep, you. Yep, appreciate you talking to us. Uh, Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune taking a look at Texas and uh, Iowa State. Uh, the Cotton Moy thing's uh, yeah, he's, he's iffy, I think, Trent. And that is not good. He is incredibly important for them. He is when he's healthy and he's right, mm-hmm. that that whole defense just seems like it's different. Well, because, and it's a redshirt freshman behind him too. Right, right. Mm-hmm. He's he can come up and play the run. Yep. He is almost like a third cornerback out there. He's so good in cover. I mean, he's a good of a defensive player as they've had in a long time. He's really good, but it's been helpful in the with secondary. Him. You mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. but Leonard Johnson probably would be yeah, that guy. That, yeah. yeah. Saw him play yesterday with the Bills. He's still on an NFL roster. But health, I mean, is this the third year now where he's had? Yeah, he's had an inch of history. That's true. But when he left the, when he during the Iowa game, I mean, he was questionable, I guess, for Akron. Right. But then you thought, well, you know, it's not that bad. He almost played against Akron. Well, here we are over a week later, and we're still in the same boat when you want this guy on the field for crying out loud. They need him on the field. Well, that that would tip if if we get the report tomorrow or Wednesday he's not going to play. I think I'd tip from picking twenty nine career starts. Yeah, for Cotton Moya. Right, right. You know, Wilkerson's been okay back there. Yeah, but you know who's been a liability is Everett Edwards, the the Duke yeah. transfer. Awful angles, awful angles. He's been a liability. <laughs> we've, we've seen that a lot out of safeties here in yes, our state this that's year. Very good we? point. A couple on Saturday. Yeah, Miles Taylor did not enjoy watching that game back yesterday. No, no, that not was at a all. tough game for him. Uh, let's take a timeout. Uh, get back. Get into the NFL. Just a crazy, crazy weekend in the NFL yesterday. It was. It, it, Have you seen Von Miller's unsportsmanlike penalty? Just saw it, and I hadn't seen it. I don't know why. I, the highlights I was watching because. I wasn't watching Bill's Broncos yesterday. No, but. a lot of people weren't, <laughs> uh, thankfully, for uh, the Sunday ticket. But I don't I know a... how it, it slipped by me, but it did yesterday. And uh, Look, I... That's not the reason Denver didn't win the football game. Sure. It, it, it's not. Now there's a factor, clearly, because they would have got the ball back. But Trevor Simeon looked like a seventh rounder mm-hmm. yesterday. I mean, he's way better at home than he is on the road. But there was I mean, Case Keenum's game yesterday, yes. the end of the Lions game yesterday. Your Bears pulling one out, perhaps the worst quarterback play in the league, Mike Lennon. And yet your Bears find a way to beat the Steelers of all team in OT. There's only two 3-0 and teams now in football, right? Really? Atlanta, Kansas City. Yeah. And is that... I Am I missing one? Uh, Nobody in the NFC East. No, Nobody no, in the North. no, no, no. You mentioned the Chiefs. Carolina, no. No, Carolina's been beat. West, no. It's Atlanta. It, it, it's Atlanta and Kansas City. We're three weeks in. Yeah, and, and everybody but two, two. but uh, of uh, 30 of the 32 teams have a loss. The Dolphins are going to be popping the champagne early this How year. How about the Dolphins, by the oh, way, yesterday? The Jets 
Spank. Well, let, let's take a time. Right, let's get to right, yeah. the NFL on the other side. Um, as we continue here, it's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Six months ago, you didn't know what you'd be doing right now. Six months ago, it was cold and snow was still in the forecast. And while six months ago, this time of year wasn't on your radar, it was on ours. Because six months ago, the finest German brewers began brewing some of the best beers in the world. Beer whose recipe hasn't changed in more than a thousand years. Yes, six months ago in Germany, brewers were preparing the beer for the best season of the year. Autumn. Harvest. Oktoberfest. And what better place to enjoy the world's finest Oktoberfest beers than Hessen House? Hard to find beers in limited supply from Eyinger, Weinstefaner, and more. After all, you'd expect a place that has the world's largest selection of German beers in the world would be the best place to celebrate the Oktoberfest season. So join us and raise a liter of some of the best German beers in the world. Beers that you'll only find at the Hessen House. Fourth and Court, Des Moines. Attention small business owners. You know how hard it is to get funding to grow your business. Next Wave Funding is a direct funder that can help you get the cash you need when you need it, even if your credit is not that great. If you've been in business for over one year, have at least $12,000 in sales every month, Next Wave will purchase your future earnings and give you the money you need. It's as simple as that. This is by far the easiest and best funding for existing businesses. Call 800-430-4566. That's 800-430-4566. Ransomware is software that can infiltrate your business through email, enabling cyber criminals to hijack sensitive information as ransom for your own data's release. Leveraging Barracuda email security with advanced threat detection can stop a ransomware attack in its tracks. As an added measure, Barracuda Backup allows you to recover your data without having to surrender to extortion. Crime doesn't pay when you protect your business data with Barracuda. Go to barracuda.com slash ransomware to learn more. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief, but the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort, because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more, and stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Uses directed. Tonight, the wait is over. Four-time Emmy winner for Outstanding Competition Series, The Voice is back. With superstar coaches, Blake and Miley. Plus, new coach, Grammy and Academy Award winner, Jennifer Hudson. All I gotta say is Oh, man, we got no chance. (laughs) America's favorite singing competition, The Voice, returns tonight, followed by the premiere of The Brave on NBC. The Home Depot is pouring more into paint and putting more money into the pockets of pros with top-quality paints without the paint store price. Like Glidden Paints. Glidden lasts longer, covers better, and costs less at The Home Depot. Nobody beats our prices guaranteed. So save time and money with Glidden. Paints that get the job done. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Bellagio. 
two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. more sports but you want more sports rockstar satellite can fix that with free next day installation on direct tv call rockstar satellite 515-262-STAR call today for next day installation 515-262-STAR Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Trent Condon and myself with you Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Just one more quick hit on, on college football, and then we'll get into the NFL, Trent, and maybe a couple of things on MLB as the Cubs and the Cards begin. Well, if you're a Cardinal fan, this is uh, you're, you're hanging on by literally a thread. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the one game that we talked a little bit about last week was, you know, Vanderbilt on this magical start to their season, yep. and here comes Alabama, and how are they going to match up against the, you know, the everybody's favorite to win the championship this year? It wasn't even a fight, Trent. I mean. Those recruiting rankings that are out there for a reason, I think Vanderbilt learned uh, that lesson <laughs> firsthand, uh, is they just got slapped around. 59 nothing, Terrible. Final. And took a knee. Could have been worse. Took a oh. knee inside the 10. Yeah. Uh, well, the Bama fans had a good time in Nashville. They packed the stadium. They did. Yes, I, I did see that part of it. And it was a tough ticket. Not a huge stadium. And right. Bama fans, they travel. Yeah. Boy, do they travel. They, they, they certainly did. Uh, to the NFL, there's so many storylines from yesterday. One of the storylines, just because you and I both like the gambling aspect of the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, is the fact that, uh, look, if you, if you bet on sports and you bet on football, uh, nine out of ten of you guys got clobbered this weekend. It was not a good week. This was maybe the most profitable weekend, and this is saying a lot, one of the most profitable weekends in the history of Las Vegas for the properties. The betters got crushed. All those favorites going down the mm-hmm. tubes. Um, it was it was one after another. The properties cleaned up, Trent. Well, from the gambling perspective, the first thing when the lines came out for week number three, it was, oh, a lot of home dogs. Oh, a lot of, what was it, 10, 11 home dogs this weekend? When that happens, well, there's kind of a reason that they're mm-hmm. able to continue to build those properties. And, uh, I mean, think of survivor picks last night and, and the ones that you snuck away with. Oh, the with. survivor pull. I never yeah. even thought about that. New England on the ropes. S- that would have eliminated by. me. 
I had yeah. New England this week. The Packers mm-hmm. against the Bengals. Overtime. That, that was a huge percentage. Yep. A couple of people got knocked out with the Redskins beating Oakland. Bears Bears beating Bears the Pittsburgh Steelers, Steelers was big. So I'm going to guess the uh, the survivor pools around the nation mm-hmm. got dwindled down quite a bit over the weekend. Broncos getting going on the one. road yeah. and taking on the Bills and getting beat. And getting beat by, I mean, it wasn't a fluke. Baltimore was 2-0. Baltimore. And gets... You know, there was no TV on that game yesterday. Was it only? only. That was Yahoo only. I was surprised because I got home. Cindy and I went for for breakfast, then we went to spend our whole paycheck at Whole Foods. Um, (laughs) And then got home because I thought I'd see the second half, right? I thought, yeah, it's going to be a sports. Take my wife for breakfast, right? Um, Couldn't find the game anywhere. Right. Couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. Yahoo only. Just streaming. I flipped it on. But what I I didn't it miss on, anything. It was, no, it was. I mean, it was a blowout already. I think it was twenty-seven, whatever, at that point. Early, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, don't need to watch any of this, right? As uh, <laughs> cleaning the sleep out of my eyes after a long Saturday night in Iowa City. What time did you get home Saturday? We got home at one. So Traffic you're not going was right to bed. Awful. No, no. You can't, you can't sleep after no, that. No, not after that. I mean, talked the whole way home. Tara and I. She was the one that uh, got to stay sober, so congratulations to my wife. Thank you very much for that. I got to enjoy myself a little bit more, but yeah, driving home, I mean, traffic was... A nightmare, I bet. As bad, I mean, it's bad all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've made that drive too many times to count throughout the years. In the left lane, slowing things down. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't semis. You know, semis by that point were off the road mm-hmm. for the most part. Just morons driving dumb. Oh, set the cruise. 70. Can't do it. Get it up there. No, you're not going to do it. No. So instead of what should be, you know, hour 55, once you get out there to the interstate, hour 50, it was a little over two and uh, a lot of yelling from the wife. To so the time you, the, the, the time that uh, you leave Kinnick Stadium, yes. you walk out of the gate to the time you're on I-80, how long did that take you? Oh, good question. So we mingled a little bit afterward because since we were in the front row, Took a while for everybody to spill out, and we're just kind of sitting there and taking it all in. And uh, I would say it's we were in the north end zone, our tailgate spots on the south side of uh, Melrose. Probably 15 minutes walk back, mm-hmm. including walking out of the stadium, and then we got out of there decently quick. Did you? Though. I was surprised. Yeah. That that to me, yeah, that that's the key. I mean, it is your escape route, right? Melrose, and we just went down Melrose back out. And the back way to 218 and then up. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't awful. I mean, it wasn't good by any means. But I was expecting it to be much worse. Mm-hmm. Because a game like that, you know, sometimes either you can get out of there a little bit early. You can let the early people get out of there and wait, you know, 15, 20, half hour after the game. But we got right in the car, went out there. I chugged one more beer, of course, before we had to go. Had to Good thinking. Yeah, yeah, had, to, <laughs> had to get that down in the system after that kind of loss. But it wasn't awful. I was surprised. I wonder Thursday night up at Jack Trice, getting out of there, how difficult uh, It can be, be tough. Yeah. It, it can be tough. Although I think the weather's going to cooperate. The lot should all be good to go. I mean, I think we get through today rain, and then mm-hmm. for the most part, it's going to be uh, clear sailing. You know, the NFL from yesterday, just real quick, I want to go north to to, to Minnesota. <laughs> Case Keenum. I mean, we we talked to Polly. Polly sounded. Polly always sounds confident, yes, right? Polly's yes. always going to pick his team, but he brought up the fact that, and I didn't realize Case Keenum the success for whatever reason. He's got this Buccaneer team's number. Whatever uniform he's wearing, he has done very well against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, Trent, that game literally was really never in doubt. Well, and McCoy was dinged up. He was. That defense as a whole was pretty dinged up. David was hurt in the game. He got hurt in the game, former Nebraska uh, linebacker. And I didn't realize exactly kind of how bad they were, I guess, going into it. 
you know, that's kind of one of those things that flies under the radar. We're so concentrated on our locals mm-hmm. as sometimes you don't take that big picture view and, and look a little bit deeper. I didn't realize it going in there, but Keenum was great. Dalvin Cook, boy. Legit, isn't star. he? Star. Yeah. I'm, now, he's not the best rookie running back. He resides no. in Kansas City. And, and that run to put that game away. Unreal. Though, Though I'm sure there are a few people out there saying, get down, go down at the one. Yeah. But there's still a little bit of time there. You know, what is, um, I don't know how much of that game you saw. I saw a fair amount of it. I watched mostly, I'll be honest, Packers and Bengals. Okay. It was on the Sunday ticket, too. Um, and what a choice you had to make, right? Yeah. You want to show you want to show the Chiefs, you want to show the Packers. Uh, CBS, KCCI went with the, with the Chiefs charge. What is wrong with Phillip Rivers? He's not the same quarterback He's this old. year. Maybe. And is it just father time is caught up? Maybe. Is he, father time is still undefeated. No, I know. And it can, can't outrun him. And, and especially quarterbacks, boy, it happens. Who was never the most mobile guy to nope. begin with, let's be honest. And, you know, that weird kind of three-quarter delivery. I love his delivery. so accurate, though. It, Until, I mean, yesterday was far anything yeah. but. He was terrible yesterday. He's got receivers. Yeah. He's He's got things around him. Mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon, uh, injured again. Injured again. That's gonna be that's gonna be him, right? Uh, unfortunately, at this point, I think he's probably gonna be yeah. proven right. When he's healthy, he's really good. Yeah, and he was early in the football game he's when he was healthy. Guy. He was really good. Yeah. The other story from yesterday, just um, you know, the 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 game's best quarterbacks, and I don't know who you think they are. I think they're Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yeah. But both of these guys, I mean, America's team yesterday, the Houston Texans, because they were playing the Patriots, so the country was all on. They were, we were Houston fans yesterday. Houston's got him beat. Yes. Had him beat. Yep. Brady finds a way. Bengals have the, the Packers beat. Rodgers finds a way. He is so fun to watch. That ball that he put in that window to Jordy Nelson for the game-tying touchdown, right? Um, yeah, the game-tying touchdown. I mean, he he didn't have an inch either way and found a way to get that ball by a diving Drake Kirkpatrick to Jordy Nelson, the one place he could catch it and the only guy that could catch it. But the game's best quarterbacks, when the game is on the uh, on the line, right, they get the job done, and we saw two of them yesterday yet again. Yeah, the, in the drop-off that you go to between that elite level and the next level, there's a drop-off. And then the drop-off to the bottom-tier quarterbacks, boy, is it mm-hmm. bad. You mentioned Glennon earlier. He was terrible. He's he's just not good. Mm -mm. And 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 what happened to Jay Cutler yesterday against the Jets? Against the Jets, we're talking about zero and sixteen, right? For the Jets, there were props out there. Yes, you could bet on when they would get a victory Mm -hmm. if they would get a victory Mm -hmm. this year. And they go out there and just absolutely white. And and then how about last night? The Redskins—they never let the Oakland Raiders off the mat. Oakland looked. Anything like they were going to give the Chiefs a test in this thing. It was Josh Norman's back. That, he was really good, yeah. Amari Cooper looked like a he, junior He couldn't hold kid. on to the football. No. Mm-mm. It was like he was scared out there against him. He was uh, ridiculously good. And the Redskins, all of a sudden, they go from that loss in week one, overreact, to mm-hmm. now 2-1. and one, And the NFC East is there for the taking. We'll see the Cowboys tonight, but... Yeah, it probably I, takes ten and six to get it. And you know, here's the crazy thing, and I'll admit this: of the four teams in the NFC East, I thought the one that didn't have a chance to win it was the team that won last night. I, I wasn't in on this Redskins team. Yeah, I'm buying. On, I'm after after watching this team, especially last night. Look, Kirk Cousins is a, he had a really good night, mm-hmm. and that defensive front for Washington against maybe 
the best line in the AFC, best offensive line in the AFC, sure. is the Raiders with Osemele and Penn on the uh, the left tackle. They're really good, and they were pushed around last night, Trent. That was an eye-opening game to me last night, and you hit it on the head. Amari Cooper catched the football. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they go back to his rookie year, he dropped the ball. Last year he was better, but this mm-hmm. year he's had, I don't know, multiple drops so far this year. He should be better than this. So reconfiguring things. Mm-hmm. Quick look through division-wise. Still New England, AFC East. Yes. AFC North? I don't know. I don't like any of them. Um, you got Cincinnati and Cleveland both 0-3, so does that mean you have to take Baltimore? I guess Pittsburgh probably. What? I'm, but what happened to I'm Baltimore there. yesterday? Right. I guess Pittsburgh, but they lost to the Bears. Right. They lost to the Bears. And the, and the Ravens lost to the Jags. AFC South? I, I think it's Tennessee. I think it's Tennessee. Probably. That was a nice win over Seattle yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was a home game, but it was a nice win. Mariota was good in that football game yesterday. I love Tyler Luan sticking up for uh, uh, for, for his quarterback after uh, Richard Sherman, just a cheap, dirty mm-hmm. hit. He's going he's gonna to be fine for that hit out of bounds. I love Luan getting in front and getting in his face. I think Tennessee is the team to answer your question it's kansas city in the west it's Move kansas on. city in the yep. west nfc yeah east do you like anybody? i still like dallas you in, do. i still like dallas well, i like the giants so i can't i can't come down on you too hard but washington washington was eye-opening last night and philadelphia's got a defense i like that philly team yeah and when they're healthy up front they're, they're, they're... have you seen the kickers parents yes. react at the 61 yard field awesome. how about the old man huh yeah oh that's great parent uh, that's <laughs> terrific i teared up i'll be honest with you in the north Still green. The Packers. Yeah. Until Aaron Rodgers retires. It's yeah. still, it's still. Uh, in the South, still. well, they're the only unbeaten team in the NFC, so it's got to be Atlanta, right? right? right. Seattle's a pretender. Yes. Uh, the Niners are a pretender. Uh, the Rams are better, but not ready for prime time. Are we back to the NFC West? Nate and eight gets it done? If the Rams can Seattle out, will win. They'll get to nine. Seattle will win out. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think? They'll get to nine. Yeah. yeah. I would uh, love to see the Rams there, though. No, I would too. But they're getting better. I mean, Thursday yeah. night. Thursday night was a really good performance. I thought Goff looked, uh, maybe maybe one of his better games. But again, it was against the Niners. You got to tap the brakes a little bit. Look at those Quintana, yes, yeah. Quintana yesterday for the Cubs looked like his first start when, yeah. he, when he first yeah. came over. Struck out twelve yesterday. Struck out ten. Went all the way. Gave the bullpen a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Cubs are going to clinch in St. Louis. That'll be fun. That'll be good, right? Yeah. And uh, the Yankees are playing the Royals this afternoon. Six nothing Yanks, as they're taking. Can they control. catch Boston? What is the number? It was three going into the weekend. It is five now. No, the answer is no. The answer is no. no. And my Minnesota Twins hanging in there. They are four and a half up. Magic numbers three. Six games to play. Six to play. It starts with Cleveland. Yeah, and I, Cleveland still got something to play they for. They do. But, Hold uh, off the Astros for the best yep. record in the American League. And then Detroit at home to finish it up. And then off to Yankee Stadium next for Tuesday For a one-gamer. Uh, real quick, Trent, you and Jimmy B will be on the air today at 4. What do you have planned, 4 to 6? Uh, we got Tom Caker stopping by. We'll get his thoughts on the Hawkeye performance against Penn State. Zubin Mahente will be by as well. And uh, plenty of conversation with Zubin about... We'll talk a lot of NFL with him in the 5 o'clock hour. Thank you to Mark Morehouse, Bama Bob, and Dylan Mons for joining us on the show today. We're back tomorrow from noon until 2, right here on the Ken Miller Show. It's 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. 
Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Jim Gray from Westwood One here with a Monday Night Football preview. Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner are set to call the action as Larry Fitzgerald and the Arizona Cardinals host Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Both teams now sit at 1-1 one and one with Dallas losing last week and the Cardinals winning in overtime. Arizona coach Bruce Arians admits their win was not pretty. The win's a win. We never say we're sorry for winning. We can play a hell of a lot better, I hope, and um, keep learning, keep getting better offensively. Um, it's a resilient bunch, you know. Uh, they, they believe in each other, and uh, that was obvious in the fourth quarter. Both sides picking each other up and making plays to win a game instead of making plays to lose a game. Join us for the Cowboys at the Cardinals on Monday Night Football. Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. Right here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Smooth out a rough engine, restore power, and improve fuel economy with Seafoam Motor Treatment. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and purchase two bottles of Seafoam Motor Treatment and get one free. Plus, earn double points on this purchase during O Rewards Member Appreciation Month. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I love to play it safe especially when it comes to my facility and my guys. Everyone's got their PPE. Safe boots, safe goggles, safe gloves, safe everything. If I could make the vending machine safer around here, I would. Believe me, I've tried. That's why I love Granger. When it comes to safety, Granger's got my back. They help keep my facility safe and my people safer. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Napa know how. If you've ever come close to leaving an entire counter full of items at checkout just because someone asked you to join a rewards program, we feel your pain. Luckily, there's Napa Rewards. Joining is easy, and if you can simply remember your phone number, you can get $5 back on your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So join Napa Rewards today and start saving money with every purchase. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate.